Let's not waste another minute in to the studio. Nick Foles, glad you're here. We've watched your career for a lot of times. We have mutual friends and stuff. And you talk about a pro, Matt Taylor. You want a professional to come in here and coming in at the backup position behind Matt Ryan. Welcome, Nick Foles. So glad you're here. I just want to start off with why. You know, we're going to ask those questions why. A lot of people, a lot of teams in this in this league are looking for quality guys to play the position. Starter and backup, but you said Indianapolis. Was it the Frank Wright connection? You know, that was a big part of it. I think just this part, point in my career, you know, going in year 11, uh, it's been a wild career. Um, a lot of ups and downs, just a lot of different things that I've learned from, different places I've been, different people I've met. And I just got to a point now, you know, we have two kids, one on the way, and, you know, just playing football. I just wanted to go somewhere where – you know, great culture, great team, um, obviously great head coach, um, someone, you know, Frank and I have a really great relationship, but someone um, I, I saw myself, I've seen myself playing for the last several years. You know, I've always admired Frank, even, you know, when we were in Philadelphia and then when he came here. Um, but just the opportunity to come here to be a part of a team that I've watched from afar um, with their culture. And then also, you know, Matt Ryan being here, it's great. I think it's a great fit. Um, he's a tremendous quarterback. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the room and just help this team in any way I can. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. How about this one, Mate? Highest completion percentage in the playoffs forever. <laughs> For as long as the league has been around, it's Nick Foles that holds that. So a lot of teams are out there, a quarterback position, quarterback position. W- when you're at this point in your career, do you say, hey, I'm gonna, I want to start. I want to go out there and start. And then, you know what? If you wait around long enough in this league, Nick, you know it. There's going to be that position. But you knew coming here you were going to be a backup to uh, you know, to Matt Ryan. Well, how was that process, that thought process of going in? Because you prepare like a starter, and I know day one you're ready to go in the game when called on. Yeah, I think it just goes back to, you know, where where I'm at in life right now and what I've learned. And the biggest thing, you know, taking this off season and just, you know, being at home, uh, just being with the kids, being with my wife, uh, just Tori and I were talking through everything. And we just realized we just really wanted to be in a healthy situation where, you know, just going to work, like just enjoying the grind, yeah. being with, you know, learning the game, growing in the game. And this just was the f- perfect fit. And sometimes when it's the perfect fit, it doesn't happen. It just teams don't need it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think I was just uh, excited that this came to be um, when it did. And I'm just grateful to be here. Let's talk about this real quick. Sam Ellinger is a young guy. He's out of, out of Texas. I mean, you're a Texas guy. You played your high school football there and stuff. And in li- teaching these young quarterbacks, because we've seen other quarterbacks around the league, they're saying, hey, I'm here to you know earn my paycheck and win games. I'm not here to be a teacher. How is that when it comes in? You got a guy like Ellinger who's going to look up to Nick Foles and take everything you say with a sponge. No, I think you know there's definitely quarterbacks like you said that it's you know their their focus is on them and that's great. You know that's how they they handle their business. That's how they're pros and I, I have all the respect in the world for them. I actually you know I, I love uh, in the QB room, especially with younger players, mm-hmm. uh, helping them along, um, teaching if they have questions. I want to help them because my I'll be long gone you know watching them play and. Uh, my goal by the end of it is to sit down with my kid and say, hey, you know, there's Sam. Or, you know, when I was Philly, you know, in Philly, I was with Nate Sudfeld, yeah. who I'm really close with. So, mm-hmm. you know, watching Nate and everything like that. So that's my goal. And then, you know, coming here, it's actually unique um, because I'm learning a new offensive scheme. And so Sam knows more of this than I do. So I'm asking him questions. Oh, really? And he's been really helpful. I know the scheme, but just the verbiage and everything is all new to me. Sure. So he's been really helpful. And we both, we actually both went to the same high school in Westlake yeah. uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, apart. that's right. Yeah. And, so. and uh, Kylan Granson. 
No, Drew, or maybe, but Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is so Drew Brees is ten years older than me, and then I'm ten years. Well, older I thought than I thought Kylan Granson and Sam Ellinger were teammates. Yeah, they probably in high were. school. See, they're ten years so, younger. So three guys on the same NFL yeah. team from the yeah. same high school. Football. See, I didn't factor. even I didn't even know he went to Westlake, so that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Well, well, Nick, you, you talk about by the way, Nick Foles is with us, Colts quarterback. You talk about that relationship with Frank Reich. It was so special in Philadelphia. He actually a couple weeks ago uh, presented you the the call to courage award and in Buffalo. How did that come to be? Why was it so special? And how did you guys sort of, you know, hit it off right away as you did? In Philly? Yeah. I think the big thing was just, uh, just Frank as a human being. Um, we just connected right away. Um, just how he sees life. Um, you know, obviously his faith in Christ. Uh, I was taking seminary classes at the time and he went through seminary. So he was actually wanting to see my papers. <laughs> so I was more nervous to giving him my papers than I was giving my professor. Um, but he was really helpful through that process. Yeah. And he obviously is one of the greatest, if not the greatest backup to ever play the game. So uh, he understands what it's like in that position because it's different than being the starter. And I've right. been in both, so I've, I've seen it. But I think just the connection there and just the respect I have for him as like a human being and how he just always handled our room and our team in mm -hmm. Philadelphia and then obviously keeping in touch with him since. So um, the opportunity to come here and be here to play for him as a head coach, I'm grateful for. What about the coaching aspect of that relationship with you, yep. X's and O's wise? You know, it's it's that, that famous story in 2017 where – you guys almost put in a, not a new playbook, but a different set of plays to fit your strengths. What was it about his ability to do that and sort of put you at ease that that helped you in that process? Yeah, I think there's just different philosophies in coaching. Summer, you know, they run their offense, and that's how it is. And you know, we had an offensive scheme, but what I was really appreciative of the coaches in Philadelphia as a whole and Frank um, in particular is they went back to my film when. Um, we were lighting up the league in 2013 and just like, what were we doing? Yeah. And then he was able, you know, we were running plays that we had sort of in the offense in Philly, but he was able to, you know, build the offense around who I am as a player. And we went out to practice one day when we had a bye week before the playoffs because that's when we sort of adjusted everything. And he's like, we're not going to talk to you. You just play. You do the reads. You do whatever you want to do. You play with your instincts and just see what happens. I had a wristband with all the plays on it. No coach talked to me the entire practice. <laughs> nice. And it was an amazing. And I was making throws like, and I all of a sudden started going unconscious, like just seeing everything, feeling everything, and something started coming back to me that I had felt in thirteen, which yeah. you know it was my basically my instincts, my basketball playing, like just feeling the game and understanding the game and playing fast and. Um, in the Atlanta game, in the first playoff game we played, I think it was like the second half, it, everything just started clicking and we had a lot of completions. Then um, the rest is history after that. But it just showed me that the game of football was so much fun. There was always answers. I, I enjoyed playing it. It was so much fun playing the game. We were never out of the game. And that feeling is not always there. Um, based on where you are, uh, what team you play for. So I'm very blessed that in my career I've been able to feel that mm -hmm. um, several years. And, uh, you know, no matter what, when I finish playing the game, I'm just grateful that I was able to feel that while playing the game. That's Nick Foles, Colts quarterback. We're going to talk about what you're going to do here. I mean, your career, we'll be talking about it for, you know, years from now because we don't know what this season holds and how much playing time you get. But I want to go back to what you did do. And that was get, get a locker room behind you in 17 after the quarterback, Carson Wentz, goes down in Philadelphia. You had to earn their trust, and they did. And you went on a run that'll be two people will talk about for 100 years as far as winning that championship. Getting that trust from your teammates as a backup at that time, how important is that to you? And number two is, 
Tell me about Philly Special. Yeah. Because that, you know, that play is linked here in Indianapolis with you and Frank Reich and stuff. But I, and I Trey like, Burton. And Trey yeah. Burton. I and just, Press Taylor was yeah, here, too. That's yeah. true. So you got the whole gang. We just need Corey Clement to come over here. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think the big thing, I'll start, I guess I'll just start with the, uh, the Philly Special. Um, you know, that being you know being such a unique play and frank and press and everything just having the confidence to put it in and and run it is really special um and then tell me your first part question but you but you again because we saw the video you're like yeah let's run with it let's yeah, go with no, it. I mean, it, it you had to be in on that as well as the quarterback of this offense and go you know what it is the biggest game of our careers why not yeah i think the the thing that i always like to talk about that in that situation you saw a head coach trust his quarterback mm-hmm and that's huge in this league um, when you have a good relationship between the play caller and the quarterback to where it's a, it's a really tough situation, fourth and one in a, the biggest game of anyone's life. And uh, I go over there and I feel a play that's not a normal play. It's a very unique play where I'm going out on a route and he has the confidence in me to say yes. Like Doug could have chosen another sure. play, but he didn't. And that's something I remember playing. And, and even with Frank, like just when a quarterback understands it, like they have the opportunity to override it. Like they're the head ball coach, but – I think it's great when you can get the uh, trust of your coach, and that's the trust I want to talk about with oh, your teammates, teammates because you, as a backup, you go, "Hey, I gotta get these guys behind me." If tragedy strikes to our starter, then I'm in there and I'm the guy. Whether you like it or not, Nick Foles, you know this better than anybody. You're a leader once you sign with that football team. If you're playing the quarterback position, no doubt, no doubt. And I think in Philadelphia with the the leadership and the locker room, I think a big part of that too was you know being drafted there and playing three seasons and. Obviously, we went through a lot in my rookie year, and then uh, you know the second year was a record-breaking year, and we had a really good year. So I played with a lot of those guys. And in the third year, um, you know, we were six and two, and I broke a collarbone again uh, on my throwing shoulder, and I went down. I was out the rest of the season. So I had been with those guys, and we had played at a high level, and I got to know them as people, mm-hmm. most importantly. Um, so when that happened in seventeen, uh, it was just stepping in a huddle with some guys I was familiar with, some that were new. And we just sort of – we'd been there before. And I think the big thing is just going in, doing your job, but getting to know your teammates as best you can. I mean, there's so many people in these buildings, and if you're not here for multiple years, it's hard um, to get to know everyone well. Yeah. But uh, I was fortunate in Philadelphia where it was, you know, like a family. I got to know them all. And, you know, I had a cent- you know a center in Jason Kelsey who's the best. And, and nobody thought you were going to win, by the way. None. Yeah. Including I, us in Indy. Said, no, the great team, but they're not going to win it. But you guys just kept proving the naysayers the, the, yeah, the other way. Yeah, I, I think we were – first round by and we were like the the least feared yeah. team and it was because of me exactly like and, and, and you know that you know it's funny we uh we had a great team and i think that that's awesome we man. showed that we had a great team we had great coaches and that's what this game's about that's it's, what it's everyone and i think we make it so much the quarterback's a big position we know that um he runs the ship but you can't do it without your teammates and you can't do it without your coaches everyone's got to be on the same page and i think if i say anything throughout my whole career what i've learned is as long as everyone can be synced and they care about each other and not themselves i think it becomes really Ooh, special i love that selfless selfless yep. gets us victories <laughs> yep hey nick you talk about frank reich and and and, and the colts what, what do you think it means for the colts to bring you in here it's it's got a chance to be a really good team a really good roster uh it needs good options at quarterback should something happen to one guy they still need somebody to come in and, and win football games that has experience doing it just as as you do is that how you look at this opportunity coming in here and joining this roster that's that's sort of ready to go and ready to win right now yeah I think the big thing too um with you know Frank bringing me in and Chris bringing me in 
um, was you, they know that I'm going to be Matt Ryan's biggest fan, that I'm going to be right there for him. It's it's about getting him ready. It's about him. You know, he's the leader of the team. He's doing it. It's really great on, great watching him work because mm-hmm. I've never – I've played against Matt, but I've never um, been on the same team. So even being here a few days and seeing how he conducts himself in meetings um, with the guys at practice, watching him throw the ball, right. I'm always trying to learn. I, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the throws. Like watch, So I'm watching all these different techniques. So uh, I'm here to – to help in any role I, I I can be in. I mean, last year, um, Chicago, for some reason, made me the three. And um, the good Lord did a lot of work <laughs> on my heart in that position, but I'm grateful for it. I got to be in that role with, you know, Andy and Justin and be there with my teammates. And uh, we made the most of the year as best we could. Right. Um, so to be here, my goal is to help the room, help the young guys and be, be there with Matt, be a sounding board if he needs it. Um, but be let him know like while he's playing like he's got a guy right there that's got his back and is cheering him on. Immediately, one of the leaders of this Colts offense, this Colts locker room, is Nick Foles coming in. His veteran leadership, obviously, with Matt Ryan. I can't wait for this year to happen. Uh, what have you seen? You only been here for a minute, but what have you seen? You got some guys out there, Michael Pittman. He's know what Jonathan Taylor can do. You don't have a, a T.Y. Hilton anymore. Any veterans? Some new guys, young guys on the offense, specifically in the wide receiver position. So far, so good. What have you seen? Yeah. I'm learn, trying to learn everyone's names. That's always the hardest part with with uh, transitioning. But I'd say as a whole, you see guys that um, you know. You got, we have big receivers, big tight ends, which is great. Um, great running backs. O line's doing a nice job. Matt's conducting the offense well. Um, but I think the big thing, just big pictures, you see a, a team that practices well together, that that works hard, that cares about um, the little things and wants to correct them. And then I think it's really great, you know, just in the in the meeting rooms, just learning football, the teaching of it, the why, what are we doing, mm-hmm. the answers. Um, it's really great. I, I'm excited every day I come into work. I've only been here. This is my first week, but um, there's been a lot of extra work for me just catching up the speed. Um, but I go to bed at night, excited to come in, and that's a big thing. Nick Foles joins us here. So happy that you're here. But I want to ask you this, and then we'll let you go. A guy of your a pro, I mean, all, you know, everything, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Do you still get nervous? Do you still get butterflies? You're coming into a new environment, a new locker room, new faces. Does Nick Foles still say, ah, I've got to take a breath. I let God go in first and I follow behind. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. I think it's uh it's a transition. I think I was talking to a friend this offseason, and uh, I was just talking to him about the journey, and he's like, you know, um, each each time you transition, you know, it's a, it's a culture shock. He's like, well, he's a missionary. He's been a missionary. He's like, anytime I go to a new place, it's, it's six months to a year, and it's a culture shock until you adjust. So you got to give yourself grace because a lot of times you go into a new position, you just want everything to click. Yeah, right. right. And that was a really great conversation. So coming into this situation, I felt really comfortable. I wanted to be here, and it just worked out, and I'm, I'm grateful for the Lord for allowing me to be here Um, but yeah you're exactly right just letting faith take control and just stepping in I think the big thing is just do my job come in here work get to know the guys and just enjoy it because at the end of the day this is most likely the latter part of my career and I just really want to look back and just be like you know the last several years were really enjoyable I I love going to work it's going to be a grind it's going to be hard work it is but as long as you love the grind and you enjoy it um, that's what it's all about, and obviously give all glory to God. All right, well, this weekend, yes, absolutely. And this weekend, there's a big race. You're an Indiana guy now, whether you like it or not. Yeah, so there's, I know. A, there's a big Indianapolis <laughs> 500. By the way, I said this to Matt, I, I, I said this as soon as Nick walked in, I go, 
God, he's sneaky big. I mean, this is a large man we're talking about playing the quarterback <laughs> position. So with that said, I'm sorry, you couldn't fit in an Indy car to take a run around the track. I couldn't, but I can watch it for sure. <laughs> I can get into <laughs> that's it. That's so. a smart way to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nick Foles, one of the leaders of this Colts. And he's a Hoosier. Early, that's right. <laughs> Indiana guys, appreciate the time. Can't wait to watch what you do. Can't wait to watch you lead the young guys. If the time comes for the field, we know what you can do there. So happy that you're here, Nick Foles. Appreciate it. Thank you all for having me.